Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. This is the after show for American Crime, episode 11. The last episode of season one, and I'm so sad to say goodbye to you and goodbye to the show. What about you guys? Feeling a little sad after that episode? I'm, I'm feeling feel, feeling very melancholy. I really am. But at least it got picked up for a second season, so it's, it's only by not for forever, but for yeah. now. I'm, I'm a little emotional myself. Yeah. Before we get any further, I want to make sure we get a few uh, pieces of business done with. Check off those dots or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I one time said brass tacks. Do you remember that? And I was like, why did I say that word? I missed no. miss that episode. Maybe that was a different show. Anyway, <laughs> you can tweet at us throughout the entire episode or even after the episode airs. We'll be checking Twitter all week at uh, hashtag ABTV American Crime. By the way, like I said, my name is John Manganello, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny Mangs. Hi, guys. I'm Erica Renee Davis, and you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram and on Periscope and at EricaReneeDavis.com. But my social media is at Erica Renee Dean. All right, everyone. I'm Lindsay Douglas. I don't have as many um, social media things, unfortunately. No, I love that you do. But you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Doug Ventures. You guys, like I said, this was a sad, sad oh my episode. Gosh. It's we sort were, of weird coming we in here screaming. and doing a show after it. We did at one point at the climax of the show, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Yeah. We were shrieking. Yeah, I I screamed in Johnny. It? I sit behind Johnny when we watch the show, and I literally I, I screamed in your ear. I apologize. No, it was okay. It it added to the excitement <laughs> and um, sort of the intrigue of the show. So, as you've seen, uh, as you saw in the show tonight, a lot of stuff went down. Um, let's stuff. just sort of go character group by character group. I want to start with Barb and Russ. Mm. Uh, talk about that storyline. Oh, my gosh. My heart was breaking. Every, I just, yeah. I felt Russ. I'm, I just, like, I feel for his character. And, you know, when he's pleading with every member of his family, and they all just shoved him aside, and they forgot about him. And I... I just felt so bad for him. And I almost feel hoodwinked, stupid, because for the past several episodes, I've been the biggest Russ supporter and mm-hmm. talking about how he's come around and how he's trying to, you know, make make better all of his wrongs from his oh, family. Yeah. And then he commits a murder. You know, it's interesting because I don't think Russ's actions are acceptable whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I follow his trail of logic Mm -hmm. because I think he needed to do something to prove his worth in this family. And of course, killing Carter was not the answer. Yeah. But for the entire season, Russ never lived up to the expectation. He could never shake the past. He couldn't. And I think this was the ultimate sacrifice he made. Again, I don't, I don't agree with what he did, but I do understand the logic in his mind. And it, I, I mean, honestly, 
this is a television show. But I am so emotional about it because it's interesting and fascinating that everyone has fixated themselves on Carter being the murderer. And he he could be. He, He might not be. But the fact that our justice system released him from prison, he's a free man, but then... Russ goes along with this vigilante justice act Mm -hmm. and takes this man's life. And it just goes back to the fact that once the media or once law enforcement puts something into your head, sometimes like you can't, you You can't, you can't see anything else. Like Mm. Aubrey made a confession, but Carter still is dead. You know, Gwen hasn't spoken ever until today, Mm -hmm. but Carter's still dead. Mm -hmm. So there's so many other people who could be guilty, but Russ had fixated on Carter because that's what they had sold them. Oh, they sold him on it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that Carter didn't do it. I don't think that he did, but even if he did, the justice system should have worked in his favor, did not find him guilty. He was free. Right. And yeah, Russ's actions were completely unacceptable. See, I think Carter did it. I have trouble because I think I, I was confused when he had the conversation with Aubrey, when they got to have that visitation, mm. and Aubrey said, I, you know, I did this for you, and Carter mm-hmm. said, why did you do it for me? It wasn't like he said, why'd you do that? I'm the one who killed, I'm the one who killed him. Yeah. I'm the one who killed Matt. So that oh, so threw said, me for Oh, yeah. No, I could see him doing it, um, for sure. And I definitely see where Russ is coming from, and I still almost felt bad for him up until the moment. You know, that he felt that depleted and that down that that was his only way out, yeah. was to commit a murder and then murder-suicide. And it's you know? a never-ending cycle, it seems like. Yeah. And I just want to ask a completely, you know, a completely honest question. Yeah. You know, you, you're saying that you feel like Carter did it. You do, too. Why, why, why do we feel that Carter did it? You know, or why do you feel that Carter did so it versus the, Aubrey or maybe Gwen or anyone just, else? Someone in the YouTube yeah, comments last yeah. week said that there are a lot of other characters that we haven't considered yes. as a potential, yeah. you know, murderer. But you're very I sold agree. on Carter. I am. I think because of just the way the show has portrayed him and the way his characters and like the subtle, mm-hmm. like he never has. Like, even his interaction with his sister and him whispering mm-hmm. to her. Like, what was that about? Okay. You know, like, just ways that he was portrayed and said things and then the interaction with Aubrey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, like, dead set, but I don't know. Well, I think it was him and I think that uh, Aubrey was his accomplice and maybe... <laughs> yeah, Aubrey's definitely... Maybe did it. just as much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the reason I think that is because just we weren't introduced to the other characters, mm-hmm. you know? So given the pool of characters we have, yeah. I say Carter and I say Aubrey okay. collectively. Okay. Um, also, because I think... No Hector. Hector wouldn't have done it. Oh, no, I don't know. I, I, just, I, wouldn't see, I didn't see him doing it. Well, I guess it's only fair, like, you guys defended why you think Carter did it, and I'm gonna, going to de- try to defend why I think he might not have done it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that there's so many seedy characters, you know, from Aubrey to Gwen to Mark, um, obviously Carter, Hector, that any one of them, considering how they were all junkies, mm-hmm. they, you know, weren't particularly living the cleanest lives, any one of them, to me, could could have done it. Right. Um and yeah, and, and and maybe I just feel empathy for Carter because he is a black man. I mean, just elephant in the room. He's a black man. I feel like, oh, this black man is being framed. I, I don't think he did it. And it could just be my personal, like my personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I can, you know, I can own up to that. But maybe my personal experiences and my feeling empathy for a black man in America makes me think that he didn't do it. Well, that's a, I think that's a very good point. I understand that. Also, like 
throughout this series, we've seen many people killed, and yeah. yes, especially none tonight. Of, <laughs> none of them have none of them have been. We have not seen proof that a black man on this series killed anybody. Mm-hmm. We've seen yeah. that the corrections officer murdered. Oh. Um, what's his name? Edgar. Was Edgar. It Edgar? Mm-hmm. We saw that. Um, Aubrey has the capacity to nearly murder someone <laughs> yeah, by slicing does. their throat. Yeah. And we've seen Russ kill somebody. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. that, you know, I'm not saying that the black man is the one who's doing yeah. the murder. There's been a white guy. There's been, yeah. A, yeah. Uh, there's been many. There's been a white girl. There. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't know. I understand what you're saying, though. But I yeah, know you that think, you brought it up just because. Yeah, and again, I'm, that's you like know, the whole tone of the show. You know, almost. and I, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not, you know, ridiculing or. Mm. I mean, everyone, we were presenting all this evidence, if you will, so that we could all come to our own conclusions, which I think John Ridley and the other writers have done a phenomenal yeah. job at challenging Absolutely. us to think outside the box and to uh, maybe even look at our own prejudices, prejudices more closely. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, if Carter. Carter may have done it, but I'm just saying that. But yeah, I agree with also with your point. Like it's like a Cobry, uh, Cobry, Cobry. That's our celeb. Brandolina. <laughs> no, but they're definitely. Um, she yeah. she was not innocent by any stretch of the means. I don't know if she actually did it, but yeah, she was absolutely yeah. there. Right. She knew all of the information. She and knew, only a she killer knew information. Would know. That's why I think it. That's yeah. another reason I think it was Carter and Aubrey because mm-hmm. they were tied at the hip at the beginning mm-hmm. and. There's no way that Aubrey would have known that information if she wasn't involved, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So I think Carter was involved as well. Okay. Um, also, I think it doesn't matter. I think that's mm-hmm. the point of yes. this show. Yes. Because we never know. Yeah. We never um, found Have out. you ever seen the movie <laughs> Doubt? With, I haven't seen um, it. Meryl Streep and Amy Adams, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's it's very similar. It's about this thing that happened, this crime that was committed, but you never find out that answer you want. Mm. Or the podcast Serial. Did you guys yeah, listen to I that? Love Serial. So you never know. You, you never. Watch, they never mm-hmm. give you an answer. And what I like about that is is we get to talk about this until the end of time, A. And it's more about what happens around this crime Mm -hmm. than it is on the actual crime. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's more interesting. And on that point, John, I have to say that watching the embrace between Aaliyah and, was it Eve? Towards the end of the episode? Yes. Oh, Oh, man. That was such a pivotal moment. Absolutely. On American crime and in America and life in general, when we as individuals encounter or endure something that's so tragic in our lives, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to a crime, we tend to take sides, especially with the advent of social media. Mm -hmm. Everyone takes a side. But what we oftentimes forget is that everyone in the situation is a person. Everyone at the nucleus of this circus of a crime or murder or whatever is still a person who has feelings, oh, who has yeah. hopes and dreams for his or her or family. Yeah. And I think we have to we have to do better at remembering oh, yeah. that. And you know, we get on Twitter, we get on social media and we attack people and you know, we we ridicule people, we slander people. And I think everyone is it has a right to his or her own opinion. But just think how you would feel if that, you know, if that oh was gosh. your brother who that, got killed or yeah. your son or oh. totally. it, it, you, you have to put race and religion aside and, and know that exactly. everyone really just wants to be to love, to be loved oh, and yeah. to be to give love and to be taken care of. And that was that was a good moment. I was, yeah. a, it, I agree. I like, I, I was almost getting like almost yeah. teary eyed. I was like, this is such a beautiful moment. They're literally putting their differences aside and coming together because they both are hurting. Yeah. They yeah. both have just experienced extreme loss, yeah. you know? Yeah, And totally. it's just, it was, um, it was heartbreaking to see. Yeah. Um, and more about Barbara and Russ before we move on from these characters. Um, does anybody have anything else they really want to talk about with Barbara and Russ? 
Barb, no. I think Barb and Russ completely changed positions at the beginning. Yeah. You know, yeah. at the beginning, Barb was totally. all about let me get justice for Matt mm-hmm. and let my I want my voice to be heard. I want you know I'm a racist, whatever. I don't care who knows it. Yeah. This is how I feel. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. And they completely they switch they switched yeah. roles. And I think it's beautiful that John Ridley and the other writers were able to do this in such a short series um, to see that character development totally. was fascinating. Oh my and I, I hate that it ended with Russ freaking killing Carter yeah, and, 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 com- yeah. and committing suicide. Oh. But I, I think I like the arc and the pattern. You can see how people can change and how people can yeah. totally. do better or it, do worse for that matter. When he came in, it was like she was a totally, di- completely different character. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, who is this woman? And Felicity what? Huffman's so good. <laughs> yeah, and she's, I, she's I really saw incredible. that at the beginning of the series. But seeing this character arc, it's like, yeah. oh, you know how to find this deep-seated emotion mm-hmm. and release it when you need to release it or hold it back when you need to. It, she is good. She the is acting good. on the show I thought was phenomenal. But Oh, absolutely. She, um, you know, she's an Emmy Award winner. We know she's yeah. good. She was nominated for an Academy Award. But it should come as no surprise. But mm-hmm. still, I'm, sh- I'm shocked when I watch her perform. Um, let's talk about Tony, Alonzo, and Jenny. Um, I was so happy nothing <laughs> I horrifying know. happened to them in this I episode. Was, we, were, we were just waiting for another bad thing to happen. I was very happy. That okay, so happen. at the beginning of the episode, Tony gets in trouble at school. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything physical, mm-hmm. but he gets in an argument with another kid at school. And Alonzo is called in to, I don't know, the principal's office or yeah. the guidance counselor's office. And Alonzo's pissed because he says... My son has changed. Mm-hmm. If you're calling me in about something that happened today, fine. But you can't hold this violent streak he had for a, a quick moment in his life Truth. against him for the rest of his time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's, my mom was, is a retired educator. And I don't think you even have to have a parent who is a t- retired educator to know this. But it's, it's sad that in school systems, once you do something wrong, like you're not a straight A student, if you get in trouble, that's it. Like the teachers basically, your name is, your name is mud. Yeah. Mm. And like in life, once you do something that is just so egregiously offensive, pe- yeah. it can't, it, it stays with you forever. Totally. So kids out there, just remember before you do anything <laughs> crazy in school, whatever you do in ninth grade is going to follow you to 12th grade. It's going to well, affect your ability to get into college. <laughs> and forgiveness is such a big theme yeah. in the show. And I was glad that they started mm-hmm. the episode by having pastors I know. and I wanted to, I was gonna bring talking that up. about forgiveness. And yeah. that's what connected all of our characters was, is that every group. Yeah. had someone talking about forgiveness mm-hmm. at the beginning of this episode. It was episode. so interesting, the three different churches and the whole, just like the religious theme at the beginning. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, I mean, we've, only, we've seen a little bit of religion, yeah. mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, and they were all preaching the same thing, which was about forgiveness, forgiveness, which, you know, I thought was very interesting. I thought it was a good point to bring in to the show since they're all dealing with these incredibly difficult, um, like heartbreaking situations, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, um, I think in some situations, honestly, like it's hard to just deal with things um, as like with yourself, like I think a lot of people need to reach out to higher yeah. religions. You know, yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. go for that. So, um, so Tony, Alonzo, and Jenny are potentially going to be moving mm-hmm. um, to San Jose. Yes. Jenny doesn't want to go. I think Tony seemed okay with that. With idea. her staying. Oh no, Tony. Oh, seeming okay with the move. With right? the move, yeah, I think so. He I, didn't I, protest. Too I don't. Much. I don't think so. Either. Yeah, he's okay. Um, I think maybe he wants a new start. Yeah. Do you guys think that's right? I, I think that's. I think that's. That's 
pretty accurate. I think he came around. I think he, I think he needs to <laughs> move to San Jose and yeah. not, not escape, but to start over. Start a new life. That's what Alonzo said. We yeah. need to start fresh. Yeah. Um, How, may I say something about Jenny, though? Yeah, please. No, let Dumb. me tell you. I mean, I, you know, hold on. When you're 17 and you're young and you're in love, mm-hmm. you think, you know, that love is going to be forever. So it's puppy love. So I, I, to- it is. I, I totally understand it. But what's dumb about it is that Tony, or not Tony, no, Alonzo. Alonzo. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's like, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, she needs to like yeah, be with her dad, be and, with her dad and family. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I get that, but don't you think after all this stuff that went down with Tony, she, she deserves a break? No, nope. no, she's nope. still a kid. <laughs> no, I mean she's not. a kid, but her life has been shaken to its core. Yeah, but, but I, like that's life. Life is hard, and it throws curveballs at she's you. She's one year away from potentially going to college, and True. that's what she should do, and not. And this is going to sound super conservative. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Wait, wait, hold on, though. Hold on. Like, I, this is going to sound very conservative, but I don't, I don't think that a 17 year old needs to be left behind. I agree. When when, when she has a father figure in her life, I don't think that a 17 year old can make certain adult decisions that would allow her to be, to reach her full potential when she's checking up with her boyfriend's family. That's, that's just me. I I agree. I'm super old school. If she was 18, even, you know, he'd have to be like, I'd have to let it go. You're People 18. leave for college when they're seventeen. You're you're right, but see, this is how I feel. And again, this is going to sound very so this is going to sound very conservative. 18. But when you you leave for college when you're eighteen, whatever, I understand a lot of people who don't go to college do adult things at 18, but right. an 18-year-old to me doesn't particularly have the maturity and the mental capacity to make some yeah. smart decisions to set themselves up for successful life. Now, I'm not saying that you can't, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but if you have a father in your life or a mother in your life or hopefully both, then I I, I like the idea of being with your, with your parent as long as you can until you go to college. That's I, just me. I think I would agree with you in most situations. I think this is an extreme situation, and I think that Jenny has actually had to deal with a lot of BS that she sh- she's gotten thrust into. Okay. And so in this special circumstance, I would say, eh, you have one year left of high school. That's funny. You and I normally agree on stuff, but I disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, okay, so what else happened with Tony and Alonzo? Moving to San Jose, Jenny wants to stay. Was there anything else going on in this episode? No, they were very underwhelming tonight. Yeah. Well, compared to everything else, <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 a hard act to follow. It is. All the other things that happened. Um, let's talk about Aubrey and Carter. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. Aubrey's a, good, a great actress. That yeah. girl. She's yeah. very good. I mean... Yeah. Hey, if you're out there watching, I am. You're good. Yeah. Come on the show next next, uh, season. next, season, next season. I I felt. Oh, like if she's a lot. Well, whatever. We don't. If she's back on. Yeah, it. she's back on. Yeah. I felt like Carter was like almost trying to like not stay with her and to leave the relationship. Mm-hmm. He was in this like struggle of I want. I think I think we'd be better alone. But obviously they have this connection and mm-hmm. comparing her to his imaginary girlfriend. You know. And it, it just the end scene with him when he's calling her. Yes, I was. Oh, <sighs> I just he 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 tried to break away, but he couldn't, and he didn't. I it mean, was, which is kind of, I guess, what we were left with. What would you? Yeah, would you? Would you guys say? Sorry, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just thinking about. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about all the stuff. It, it, it's overwhelming <laughs> yeah. the plot line right now. Yeah, um, but I do think like when Car- uh, Carter was calling Aubrey at the end, right mm-hmm. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yes. Russ. Oh, yeah, when, before he got killed, yeah. before he got murdered. Yeah. 
That was a really interesting moment. I wonder what was going on there. Was it to say, yeah, I am going to call you. Yeah, oh, I do want to make this work. Yeah, yeah, when you get out in 15 years, we can go and, you know, run around and go on vacation. And He would want to because otherwise he wouldn't have called. Right. And see, I think... Right? Or maybe he would have. Just No, I think you're right about he, that. He was struggling, though. He almost was like, um, right. am I going to hang, hang up? Hang up. Like, hang up yeah. He was mid-struggling up until the point. I think that... I think when Eve went and spoke with Carter when he was still in prison, that Carter, when he tore that picture up, mm-hmm. that, that was his that was his breakup. Yeah. And, of course, we'll never know. We don't guess we'll ever know. But I think he was done with... I think he was done with Aubrey. And not because he didn't love her, but because he saw that... He he told her. He told her tonight. He said, we are unhealthy for each other. He said that you have sold me a dream. You know, you're good at, at making me live a dream, something mm. that's unrealistic. Yeah. He said our drugs and our liquor, were, those were both vices that yeah. were unhealthy for us. So, yeah. I and, and granted, Carter is not only out of prison, but we haven't seen him abuse drugs or alcohol in weeks. No, that's so true. I'm thinking he, I am thinking that he's thinking clearly and that he made a conscious, intelligent decision to cut her loose. So I don't know what that phone call was about. Maybe mm-hmm. it was to say one last I love you. We'll never know. You know, their storyline really made me tonight think of Romeo and yeah, Juliet. You did say that. You said Aubrey that. literally said no one wants to see us together, yeah. which you can't get more Romeo and Juliet than yeah. that. That was And cool. also one of them is murdered. Yeah. And then the next yeah. one Kill- kills them. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean that is Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's what that is? If John really didn't have Romeo and Juliet yeah. in mind, then that's the weirdest coincidence yeah. I've ever seen. I found it interesting that he was at church with his sister. Yeah, I, at the beginning, I don't know, just because I felt like he wasn't. I all think he needed about to thank it. the congregation for raising money for mm-hmm. him. Maybe, maybe you yeah. think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Maybe he was. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't really seem into it. No, at all. No, he didn't. And he, he said didn't shit, and they were like, <laughs> "I know." Then he cursed, and he cursed oh, in the middle dude. of it. I, I love that. That. that um, oh, remember when uh, Carter says, "I'm not going to call you," and Aubrey's like, "Yeah, you will." Oh mm. uh, yeah, and he did. She's and like, he did. She's yeah, like the drug. She pulls him in. She knows. Um, and she only thought she was getting 15 years. What do you guys think about that? She didn't know. She doesn't know what she's talking what, but about. Do, but do we know how long she was going to get? Like, was she going to get life? Was she? I mean, I think they were debating it, and she okay. says, "I could only get 15 years." I believe. That's what happened. But is that like on good behavior? Probably. Okay. And see, I don't know, or maybe you guys out there can tell us, but I don't know, like, if she, if she was going to take, did she take a plea? Did, you know, is she, she going to turn some other people in? They didn't, remember when she was in court? She did say guilty. Did she say guilty? She did say guilty okay, last episode. But you know what? They've always been dreamers since the very first episode. So maybe she's just like dreaming, like, oh, it's going to be 15 years. Then we can be. Then we can be together. Magazine, and I'll still be young. Exactly. No, I don't. don't, No, she wouldn't be. (laughs) So yeah, I I don't know. I I don't. I don't know what her deal or her 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 plea deal was, if it was even a plea deal. So I don't know about the 15 years. But if that's what she was going to get for killing somebody, girl, that's not much. I mean, seriously, (laughs) for first degree murder. Yeah, seriously, that doesn't seem right. Um, uh, Aaliyah. Oh, wow. She had some moments tonight when she was standing in front of everybody saying filthy black bitch. Mm-hmm. That's what they called mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. That was, she was just, it was a close Gosh, up. Of yeah. Her. Yeah. Very, I mean, very it is very apparent that she has had to face a lot of discrimination yeah. in her life. I mean, I know we've seen that throughout the season, but that was just reinforced in that scene near the beginning of the episode tonight. And they also called her a terrorist, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. At the airport. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She says her brother is a good man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like we were talking about a little earlier, um, Carter shows up to, to 
church. church yeah. Yes. We're not sure why. Sit but she back. did go up and whisper something to Aaliyah. Yes. No. What do you think that was? I think he said, I know you don't want me to do this, but I'm going to see Aubrey. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Something with about Aubrey. That's yeah, such a I pedestrian right theory, that. I know, but... No, because the next scene he was with Aubrey. Yeah. I don't know. And, and... Or maybe in the back of my head, I'm thinking that maybe he says, like, I'm the one who actually committed the murder. I thought he was saying that, but then I saw her face and I was like, that's not the reaction. It wasn't like was murder face. was like... I'm that her confused. brother's a murderer. Yeah. I don't that's know. True. Yeah. I guess we don't know. Again, that's we don't I know a lot of stuff. I love, but it's good. <laughs> it's so many questions. Yeah, we, we don't know. <laughs> um, Carter speaks at the service. Uh, he drops the S-bomb, he if does. you will. We talked about that. And then Carter finds out that Aubrey confessed. Um, I know yeah. we're sort of going backwards tonight. but And while, while we were watching... I think I mentioned, I said, okay, so how has he gone all this, all these days without not having seen one social media yeah. site, without seeing one newspaper, without seeing you anything? It. You could have Googled it. You could have Googled. Carter, you could have Googled that your, your girlfriend. That did feel a little unrealistic. It, it really He's did. He's not under any sort of supervision, is no. he? Yeah, because, I mean, he had pretty. Maybe he didn't want to know. Maybe, maybe he, had, maybe he, had he a, didn't he want had to a know. Feeling maybe. That, it, that that's what it was. Yeah. It had something to do with Aubrey. Yes, yes. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. So many unanswered so questions. Many, yeah. We're but never going to get the answer. So either. many, so much speculation. You huh. have a thought. There's something on the tip of your tongue. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking about. I'm just thinking about why they chose to let Carter be in the dark for so long about yeah. Aubrey's confession. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what I said last week. You know, and yeah. even if. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I just, I, I mean, and I understand why Aaliyah wouldn't tell him, but why would he not proactively? Look right. for what's going on. Like that, that right. to me did not seem realistic. And I think the show has been done beautifully. I agree. But that didn't seem realistic. Like it, uh, they're or, star-crossed or lovers. Was it like a short time period, like a day or two. Mm, I don't think so. No, that wow. house. Russ completely redid that. Oh, that's, that's a good show. point. Oh wow, I like You're that. Right. No, I, I I agree with you. You see what I'm saying? And I think in this world it doesn't make sense because the John Ridley has created this really realistic, yeah. rich world, mm-hmm. and that seemed strange to me. As yeah, well. yeah. Um, let's talk about Hector and his girlfriend. Hector! I'm so happy! I know, that was one uh, of the moments in the episode where I was like, one of them. Oh, I can breathe again. Round of applause, <laughs> Hector. See, I told you guys, I told yeah, you guys, you were right. I said, do not belittle this man because he's a felon and he has a big that. freaking dream. And you were like, no, you got to, I'm like, look, baby steps are good. But he got a job. He, he, a baby step. He, he, well, but he got a job like in, doing the, in the tech wants, world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But you know what? He got, he was about to knock at that job yeah. and then he just said, I'm trying to make a difference in my life. He was real. And I think that helped. Yeah, yeah his dude, realness he was helped. real. Yeah. He acknowledged his mistakes and he's past. He's like, I'm not gonna. I, I'm covered in tattoos. I can't hide this. And, what, you know? yeah, sorry. Which is completely different than from what Russ did at the beginning of the series, Ooh, where yeah. you know where he was. He got the job at Lowe's or Home Depot or what, where he was working, and he lied about mm-hmm. his. Yeah, he, he, he lied That's about true. it. Um, and, you know, I think that let me try this. I, I think that it's it's almost romantic to think that you can go into a a, a, situ- a hiring situation and tell a hiring manager, "Yeah, I'm a felon. Yeah, I used to be in gangs and still get hired." But at the same token, there are some people who are empathetic and who are yes. willing to give you second chances. Forgiveness, which, forgiveness. Theme of the yes. night. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. At the beginning of the episode, his lawyer wants to help him, and Hector says, "This is a lo-, basically suggests this is a lost cause. No, don't yeah. help me." But then he gets off. And he, he even says he says I, that he uh, that he he was like I give up on myself. He was like I'm not fighting for myself yeah. anymore. And the lawyer was pissed. What happened to the witness? 
I don't know. You said that maybe. Um, I was like, maybe the girlfriend. Maybe the girlfriend no, killed him. I don't buy it. Maybe she hired someone. No, because I saw her face when they found out. Yeah, oh, she was yeah. But I mean, who knows? Maybe she's pretending. And I, I just want to, you know, I want to juxtapose how um, Hector had given up on himself, but then Russ, who you would think, who at one point was hopeless, you mm-hmm. know, now like now he's doing everything to try to bring the family back together. Hector, a couple of episodes ago, was doing everything to get his family back together, mm-hmm. and then he's in prison. Like, you know, I give up. So I like that we're, we're shown different characters. Totally, you know, who again, character arc, character development. It's been very beautiful, and Hector seemed hopeless, but then look, he got a new lease on life. He got his job. So much you happened know. over eleven quick episodes. It did. So the show was action packed. It did. Didn't waste any time. Um, all right, you guys. The last character I want to talk about is Gwen. Oh, what's going gosh. on with her? Gwen is playing stupid. Yeah, that's what that's what we were saying. She's playing dumb. I think you think so. I think so. I think I, so. Do. I don't know because I don't know enough about her condition. That's part of our speculation. I know. I don't know. I just feel like I find it so hard to believe that maybe she doesn't remember the entire thing, but yeah. I have a feeling she might remember like snippets, yeah. you know, of information. Mm-hmm. Um, just maybe she doesn't even know what's going on in the the memories, or she's I don't know. I just and I'm I'm not a doctor, obviously. What? Here. Wait, <laughs> I thought that <laughs> you were. I'm not a doctor, but uh, isn't it the case where patients sometimes have amnesia or what? What I think they called it brain aphasia. I forgot mm. what they called it, but they have memory loss due to a tragic circumstance, and slowly their memory starts coming back. When um. When they were driving, I guess, home today, our, um, Gwen says, I like when dad drives. It makes me feel safe. I don't remember her ever saying anything else in this episode. So she, at the beginning, one of, when she first woke up, she was like, the last thing I remember is driving with mom and dad. Okay. Whoa, yeah. Remember okay. that? And, okay. It, and she was like, that was the Sunday. Cause they were, she was like, <gasps> you're right. Cause they were asking her questions. And they, this happened on Sunday. And she's like, no, the last Sunday I remember is we were driving with mom and dad and we were Whoa. getting food or something. Okay. So that that's interesting. I, I just I think that Gwen, okay, because because characters are going going to be different second season. I don't know if any of this if any of this analysis will even matter next season. But I, I do think that Gwen will either remember what happened, or she knows what happened, or she's responsible for what happened. Mm. I know. I, I don't know. I'm sticking to my story. No, I think Gwen is no innocent little yeah. girl here. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely. I don't know about the murder, but yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to frame anybody. She definitely, she definitely made some questionable life choices. Um, I do want to talk about one more thing. You what? Guys. Oh my gosh, go. Barb falling in the parking lot. Oh. Rochelle, our girl, Gwendolyn. Hey, Yo, Gwen- shout Gwendolyn. out to Gwendolyn. Um, and Mark come running towards her. And Rochelle says, I'm sorry, we need to start. That, that was a nice moment. I'm, that was a nice moment. Can I say something, too, about Mark? I'm pissed off at Mark. I know. I, mean, I agree. Mark I pisses agree. me off. And we talked about last week, you and I talked about escaping your demons or dealing mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. And listen, that is your mom. My parents always told me, you get one mom, you get one dad. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, generally speaking. Right. But like, that's your mother. And you would hope, I would hope that in these very vulnerable moments that Barb has shown, that she's shown not only us, but that she's shown um, Mark and Rochelle and now Russ, well, before Russ got killed, that Mark would have more empathy and have more compassion yeah. 
And even when Barb was, you know, saying that, you know, your dad is dead, he was like, Russ, the body. And it was just, he was so detached and just so... Yeah, that was weird. I, that, he was I didn't like was it. He was ready to walk away from his mom. She's just like, no. And he's like, fine, if that's how you want it. I'm like, oh, you're the Well, what? and then Rochelle, like, Rochelle says no. Right now. We, Rochelle says we have to... Yeah, I like that. We have that. to start like fresh because we're trying to raise a family here. Yeah. That's just, I could never imagine treating my mother like that. But like, I think that's, that's just, why there's that moment of softness at the yeah. end. And I agree Thank goodness for it. I mean, like, that... For the most part, I get if someone wants to move away and disconnect from yeah, their family yeah. if, if things have gone down in the past. But you're right. If your mom falls in the parking lot, yeah. you gotta go pick her up. You gotta so pick your mom they did. up. And emotionally, to look at the other side, because I know sometimes we just project what our own experiences are, but to look at it from Mark's side, his mother and father, I guess he thinks they're responsible for his, I guess his sordid upbringing, if you will. But... I just just imagine how scarred he must feel mm. to still call Russ his to still say about Russ's being dead his body or to you know to, yeah. or I to, know it's crazy you know so he he Deep must be hurt. really scarred or Deep hurt. maybe even throw it you know compound with that the fact that he's military and military mm. personnel see they see they hear they experience things that we as civilians don't experience so not only did he have that rough upbringing but then he went into the military so yeah, he, yeah maybe he's trained to be like no a, emotion yeah to have no emotion so I'm not giving him an excuse for that but I hmm. I really I really want you to be nicer to your mom yeah okay? You guys, it's true. We're gonna do some season two oh. predictions now. <laughs> wow! Oh, no. and now your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, you guys, what are the predictions? Mm. Lindsay, you want to start? Oh my goodness. Um, well, John sent us this um, Entertainment Weekly article that said it's going to be completely different. So I get, I'm thinking it's going to be a different place in the country, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to see all these same characters. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would be great. I wonder. I'm hoping. I'm going to guess that it's going to be like some sort of murder mystery with cool. the show. Same, see the same characters, or see the same actors playing different characters? I'm sorry, the same actors playing different characters. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I just, yeah. Erica. Um, because we've read so much literature about what season two or how season two will be different from season one. I am just going to say, I don't know. I just, That's you know, IDK. I, I, yeah, IDK. I pre- blank, blank slate. I don't, you know, um, yeah. I, I do predict that they will continue to challenge us to have these kinds of conversations. And again, I know we keep, I know I keep talking about the ratings and how they weren't so good and how they barely got picked up. And you guys in the YouTube comments, you know, have agreed that the reason it hasn't is because it hits, it hits so close to home. Mm-hmm. But I really hope that my prediction my hope is that people continue to watch, especially in those pockets of the country that are not as progressive yeah. to, you know, maybe encourage people to think more openly and more empathetically. That's my hope versus my prediction. prediction. Great. I like it. My prediction is that season two will maybe deal with gender sexuality. Mm, I like that. that's something that's hot in America right now and hasn't been discussed yeah. in the past 11 episodes, so maybe yeah. in the next 11 episodes. That's a that's, good one. actually is a very good point. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, that's a, uh, that is a good one. I like that a lot. I, you know, honestly, I, I really appreciate the show. And I know yeah, we talk a lot about how we want you guys to think more openly, but I think I found myself having to challenge myself absolutely. to think yeah. more openly. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, to, you know, seriously. not view things just from my perspective. And I consider myself a pretty socially liberal 
um, open-minded person, yeah. but shows like this make you check yourself. They do. They, they make you look in the mirror and say, you know what, I might not be as, as you know, as open-minded as I, as I thought. Yeah, so. there's always room for improvement. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it shows, I think, personally, yeah, a big growing experience for myself and just, you know, like wording things good and making sure that I'm perceiving other people's mm-hmm. um, opinions of things like properly, you know? I think the show is phenomenal and I'm so glad it was on air and I'm so glad John Ridley like wrote it. it and created it for yeah. us. Thanks, John Ridley. I'm also glad we're going to have a season two, and I hope that all four of us are back. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Nick Grava, if you're out there tonight, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. We miss you, and we've missed you for the past few weeks. Once again, I'm John Manganiello. I'm going to miss you all, but we can stay connected on Twitter and Instagram, (laughs) at Johnny Mangs. I am going to miss you, too. Until next season, Erica Renee D on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Periscope. And so long, everyone. I'm Lindsay Douglas at Doug Ventures on Instagram and Twitter. See you next season, guys. Love you all. Thanks for watching. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.